things coming out of Washington, D.C. from Americans for Limited Government. Rick Manning, hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great this morning. How are you? I'm well. East Coast having some weather, huh? You don't have power? Um, well, it, it's it, it, somebody ran into a pole. Oh, geez. All right. So it wasn't <laughs> weather related. Wasn't re- I think I think no, I don't think it's weather. I think this is a, a matter of uh, people in this area don't know how to drive, and they think that there's a wooden pole in the way they should plow it over. Yeah, well, so. you know, that's where I want to drive. Damn it, <laughs> that's, that's it. You can't tell me where to drive. That's right. I'm from the public, and I'm just here to rearrange your streets. Unable to run on his own record, Biden is shifting attacks. Well, that's the political way, isn't it? Uh, you know, if I have yeah, nothing well, to talk about, yeah, I'll just talk about how focus. bad you are. Right. Yeah, shifting focus is the political way. The irony is we just spent uh, three to six months with him trying to convince everybody that the economy is just doing peachy keen and he should get credit for it. And um, and they've completely abandoned that. The House Democrats are saying, we're not talking about that. You know, Bidenomics is a disaster. Everybody, you know, you can't tell people that, you know, oh, you're you're spending a net, you know, 20, 30 percent more than you were three years ago um, for the same thing. And, oh, and your wages only went up 10 percent. People don't really don't really jive with that right. as, a, as an argument that things are better. One of the. Um, yeah, yeah. One of the Democrat newspaper headlines, I didn't, I just saw the headline, but it was one of those uh, deep blue newspapers talking about inflation is your fault. The fact that uh, everything's uh, still way more expensive and so forth. But the reason they're way up there is because people keep spending their money. So if you just cut back a little bit, then inflation would drop and we'd all be in a better uh, position. I thought that was a pretty ridiculous economic suggestion. Well, well, it's also, it's also it's also not true in terms of the facts of what's happening because there's a one of the retailers was reporting um that and this was a broad retail report that the spending was the same and so they're saying oh spending's the same this is good but with inflation that means they were actually off there wasn't you know that was actually off whatever the inflation rate was 4%. So they're actually 4% down in real spending. Um, but from the, the straight numbers, they say, oh, spending stable. So if they're buying 4% less. So that's, that's actually when you talk to that headline writer, that's actually what's happening. So it's right. not a, they're, they're factually, both factually and practically wrong. They're factually and economically wrong. Well, and the, the tough part is, uh, and it happens, you know, on both sides of the, uh, with politicians on both sides, with newspapers and uh, reporters on both sides, they're going to take a particular story and spin it so that if what they're trying to do is paint the subject in a positive light, that's how they're going to approach the problem or the issue. Uh, and if the, uh, I- the uh, uh, subject is one they want to paint red or nasty, that's the perspective that they'll approach when they write that article. Uh, you know, Trump, anything <laughs> Trump is bad, anything Biden is awesome, unless you're from the other side of the aisle. And then it's just the opposite. Well, measuring during the Trump presidency, he, Trump had like 94 percent negative press. Um, total when you sure. add, in aggregate. Right. Um, and as a result, you know, I can write positive Trump stuff on Daily Torch, my website. But if only, say, 50,000 people see it, hypothetically, 
And somebody sits there and goes on, you know, puts it on the same a story on the Washington Post that's the opposite side, and two million people see that. There, you know, that is the weighting, the equitable, the equitable distribution isn't the same, and that's that's fine. That's competition, but it's a in fact. Of the matter is, there hasn't. I don't. I can't recall a president in my lifetime. Well, maybe Obama. Um, Joe Biden has gotten better press than it's gotten. Probably a little less good press than Obama, but typically, you know, when you look at the newsroom, the press room, 90 percent of the reporters in the press room who are there in the White House are on his side. They're rooting for him to succeed. Right. And they're going to cover up his mess. And so he complains about the 10 percent that ask hard questions. And uh, and, you know, that's a. You know, so yeah, I get it. It's uh, it's bad when people bad, say write bad things about you. But I mean, I've been doing politics for forty years. I've yet to find a mainstream newspaper, so-called mainstream newspaper, that ever write what I wanted to write. <laughs> so that's a um, so feel bad for them. Right. You know, learn how to do public relations. It is what it is. That's for sure. I heard two uh, radio talk show hosts uh, recently discussing politics and and Trump and. You know, one says, oh, I just hate the guy's a jerk and I don't like him at all and he, everything's horrible. And the other one said, well, yeah, you know, he's rude and everything. But tell you what, when he was president, I had more money in my pocket, more money in my 401k. Things were more affordable and we weren't at war everywhere you turn around. And the other guy says, well, yeah, but is that enough to vote for him for president? <laughs> the fact, was that enough? And I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, in fact, it is. I don't care if he's rude and farts and burps and calls your mother a horrible name as long as he's doing presidential stuff that keeps the world safe and uh, and the economy chugging along at full speed. And then, you know, then if you want to call names and be rude, knock yourself out. Well, you know, I wish we had the best of both worlds. Yeah, and yikes. He, and he was a little less rude. But the fact of the matter is um, – I think only somebody with Donald Trump's temperament would put up with the stuff that he's had to put up with the last seven years. Right. And, you know, you have to be a fighter to, to do this. And, I, you know, ultimately, when I think about who I want to be president, I want somebody who's going to fight for the country. And, you know, I, I hate to say this, but I've become convinced that uh, Joe Biden's interests um, – Certain aren't in alignment with my interests in terms of where the country, what the country should be doing, and um, and when you learn, you know, we we facilitate lots of money going to Iran, and we're and that gets spent for terrorist activities against Israel. Then we say we support Israel, but somehow he's not pushing Congress to get the Israeli package through, and he's squeezing Israel to not go forward and, and take Hamas out. Right. I mean. Well, it's, Let's face it, doesn't it's, hard to, want... it's hard to say that he's for pro-Israel when, in fact, he's giving money to the, the opposition, he's going to give money to the enemy, and he's pressuring Israel to do what the enemy wants them to do. Also not willing to separate those bills. If you want to support uh, 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 the Iraqi war, celebrate uh, Iraqis, that's fine. Then, then pull that money separate from the rest of the bill and vote on that. But uh, the way it is now, of course, there's going to be opposition. And as always, of course, we're out of time before we're out of conversation. I'll call you back. Uh, I promise we'll do this. We'll continue this conversation. Just, you know, not right now.